we thank you. And we praise you for your goodness and your mercy. We bless you for another day's journey. Thank you for bringing us. As we come between these consecrated walls and tuned into this broadcast, we thank you that you called us here with purpose, for you never call a meeting in vain. And so now we ask that you would show yourself strong, make yourself known, bring us to a place that we can hear your word, and that we can apply what thus saith the Lord to our own personal lives. And that as we apply this word, we would be able to experience the liberty, the freedom, the fruit that comes from an obedient life. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Touch now my body and grant me the grace to say what you said to me, to your people. I'll glorify your name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. All of the people of God said, Amen. Now, because of the much reading of this third chapter of the book of the prophet Habakkuk, I'm going to uh, just read a few verses to get the gist of what is going on here. And so I will start. Uh, I will start with verses 1 and 2 and then I will do uh, verses 13 through 15 and then I will conclude uh, with verses 17 through 19. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet of Shiganoth. Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day, in our time, make them known. You came out, this is verse 13, to deliver your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the leader of the land of wickedness. You stripped him from hand, head to foot. With his own spear, you pierced his head. When his warriors stormed out to scatter us, gloating as though about to devour the wretched who were in hiding. You trampled the sea with your horses turning to great waters and then verse 17 though the figs do not bud and there are no grapes on the vine though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, 
yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights or on the high places. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to talk this morning about the plan to prevail. I want to talk about the plan to prevail. Come on, I want you to this morning just declare, I have the plan to prevail. I have the plan to prevail. I want to take a moment this morning and look here at the book of the prophet Habakkuk and I want to talk to the people of God about the plan to prevail. I want to tell you that on every end, God wants his people to be a prevailing people. Jesus shed his blood so that we might win. Jesus shed his blood so that we could win big. See, the devil and his battalions want to keep us at the bottom. But God wants to help us to keep winning big. See, Jesus didn't shed his blood so that his people could stay at the bottom. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that more abundantly. Contrastly, it is the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Don't, don't get that twisted. That's not God. Come on here. Sometimes we uh, read the descriptions and uh, things that the thief is doing. We start blaming it on God. God said, I'm not out to steal from you. I'm not out to kill you. I am not out to destroy you. I already told you who that is. Don't get it twisted. I have come to give you Zoe. I have come to give you overflowing life. I've come to give you life to the full. Life to the max. Truth is that the Lord wants you winning. Overcoming. Excelling. Yeah, yeah, God wants you to prevail. That, that, that is to overcome, it is to win. I'm talking about prevail, it is to succeed, it is to be victorious. And as it relates to the saints of God, we ought to continue to triumph in Jesus' name. Not only does God want us to prevail, but God has given us the plan to prevail. 
a strategy that's what a plan is it is a method that is worked out in advance so that you can achieve a certain objective I, I said a plan is a strategy or a method that is worked out in advance so that you can achieve an objective. Yeah, yeah, a plan is a strategy to get something done. It is a blueprint of sorts that will allow you to achieve or accomplish a goal you have in mind. Let me tell you something here. Things run smoother when somebody has thought in advance and developed a plan. God has taken the initiative to give his people a plan to prevail. Oh, before you started going through, God had already developed a plan to get through. Come on here. Before you had start, amen, facing the battle, God had already developed a plan of breakthrough, a plan for you to succeed, a plan for you to flourish, a plan for you to overcome, a plan for you to win, a plan to prevail. See, before we arrived here in this life, the Lord had already devi uh, devised a plan for us to prevail. We are not left to ourselves. That blesses me that God did not save me and turn me back over to me. Oh, what a mess I would be in and you also if God had saved us and then gave jurisdiction of our lives back to us. He wants to be the Lord of your life. He had already developed a plan for you to prevail. Yeah, I want you to get this in your spirit. You don't have to figure it out on your own. God has given you a plan to prevail. God has left us with the plan to prevail. And I want you to know that when we have this Bible, we are not just looking at some ordinary book. We are looking at our plan to prevail. The Bible is God's blueprint for believers. It is our plan to prevail when you have a relationship with Jesus that's in the plan to prevail when you walk in the Holy Ghost that's in the plan to prevail when you put your faith in God amen that's in the plan to prevail when you commit to a holy life that's in the plan to prevail when you walk with an obedient spirit that's in the plan to prevail when you yield to the enabling power of the Holy Ghost that's in the plan to prevail I've come to tell you as a child of God God, you've got the plan to prevail. We are not powerless. We have the plan to prevail. We are not pitiful. We have the plan to prevail. We are not pathetic. We have the plan to prevail. We don't have to live in paranoia. We have the plan to prevail. We don't have to live in a state of panic. We have the plan to prevail. We don't have to cave into pettiness. We have the plan to prevail 
Lord have mercy. God has given us the plan to prevail and I want you to understand since God has given you the plan you've got to have the faith to get up and work it. Lord have mercy. Come on I said since God has given you the plan you've got to have the faith to get up and work it. Come on here you don't have to run from the devil. You've got the plan to prevail. Devils ought to be running from you. You don't have to be defeated. You have the plan to prevail. You don't have to live at the bottom. You have the plan to prevail. You don't have to keep bringing up the rear. You have the plan to prevail. Why settle for pitiful life when you can have a powerful life? You have the plan to prevail. Why settle for average when you can walk in abundance? You have the plan to prevail. Come on here. You don't have to play around with the devil. God has given you the plan to prevail. God has left us the blueprint to win. I want you to know he's left you a strategy to succeed. A prescription to prosper. You have the plan to prevail. And this is the hour to stop whining and start winning. Lord have mercy where are the warriors at I said this is the hour for us to stop whining and to go out there and start winning this is the time for us to stop caving and to start conquering we have the plan to prevail do I have anybody that will give God the praise right there we ought to stop pouting and stop prevailing that's what God wants us to do we have the plan to prevail. Get up in your faith and prevail. Stand on God's word and prevail. Get bathed in the Holy Ghost and prevail. Go forth in power and prevail. I want you to know child of God, you have the plan to prevail. Don't stand there in fear. Don't back up in doubt. Don't cave into the pressure. You have the plan to prevail. I know you don't feel like it that's why it ain't based on the feeling you gotta get in God's word you have the plan to prevail I know it looks heavy I know it looks like it can be conquered I know it looks like it can fall but I want you to know you got it in you you have what it takes you gotta tell that devil you better get out of my way you don't just run over this house I have the plan to prevail. You can't just come in hitting on my children. I have the plan to prevail. You're going to get your head toe up over here because I have the plan to prevail. Oh, you might come, but you're going to remember you've been here. Oh, because I got the plan to prevail. Come on, so the devil might make his presence known, but he's going to have a fight on his hands. We don't cave, we conquer over here because we have the plan to prevail. 
So this is good here. The book of the prophet Habakkuk is a powerful text in its own right. See, see, this is something that God wants us to pay special attention to. The book of the prophet Habakkuk speaks uh, to us in a trying and tumultuous time among God's people. Judgment is in the land. It seems that the land is in trouble. And what the prophet uh, sees coming is troubling his spirit. Uh, in fact, when you look at the first and second chapters of the book of the prophet Habakkuk, you will find out that there is a constant influx of bad news. The people are still disobedient to God. Wickedness is still filling the land. Violence is in the streets. And the Babylonians are going to be coming in from the north and overtaking Jerusalem. It's just a rough time for the prophet. The prophet is unsettled. Because he's trying to uh, uh, get a grip on what is going on around him. So much is happening that it has almost become overwhelming to him. Have you ever been in that kind of place? Where it looks like it's one thing after the next. Time you catch your breath, something else is coming on the back end of that. That is what the prophet finds himself going through. It is just a rough time for him. And the truth is, it can be a rough time for all of us. Come on here. Come on. The truth is that life can be uh, difficult. But let me tell you, God remains good. Come on here, sometimes it looks like you're the only one on your street getting it. Looks like trouble has skipped everybody and keeps coming to your house. Come on here, but let me tell you something. God remains faithful. Come on, even the best of us will face some hard balls. Can I tell you the world is fallen and full of trial and, and, and every man that is born of a woman is promised some trouble come on here but let me tell you when you're on King Jesus come on here you can win oh but the trouble is this the devil is threatened by what serves God the devil is threatened by what walks with Jesus when you on King Jesus you have a target on your back <coughs> So this is something here because he's dealing in rough moments. Yeah, yeah, he's dealing in trying situations and hard places. And the truth is that, 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 that when you are devoted to the Lord, the enemy will do everything he can to disrupt your life. When God has ordained you, you can look for the enemy to oppose you. You can be anointed and often afflicted. Come on here, because sometimes we as believers 
get into situation where we're wrestling with trying times, where we're wrestling with bad news, where we're wrestling with troubles, where we're wrestling with attacks, where we're wrestling with struggles. Come on here, and it seems that one thing is happening after the other. Oh, but can I tell you here, you are no less saved because you're dealing with trying situations. You are no less anointed because you're dealing with some affliction. You are no less righteous because you're having rough times. Come on here and give God a praise right there. I say this because the devil is a pro in trying to make you believe that because you are having it hard, come on here, that God is not with you. Come on here, this is what I'm telling you. You belong to God. You never stop belonging to God. In trouble, you belong to God. In trial, you belong to God. In the struggle, you belong to God. In the pain, you belong to God. In the grief, you belong to God. And can I add this? God's got you in the trouble. God's got you in the struggle. God's got you in the grief. God's got you in the pain. You never stop belonging to God. And there's never a time that God doesn't have you. You're in his hand. Why are you telling us this, Pastor? Because when you're going through a hard time, if you're not careful, the devil will have a field day in your head. Oh, but God's giving somebody victory in your head. If you can win in your mind, you can win in your life. If you can win in your mind, you can win in your ministry. Somebody give him praise for the plan to prevail. This is important. God wants you to know that even the best of us will go through some battles. Come on, stop letting people disqualify you because you have some down moments. The same ones pointing at you got problems of their own. Come on here. Let me tell you something here. We are all living in this fallen world and there will be a fight that we have to go through. Well, uh, some of you are dealing with all kinds of things. Yeah, and the enemy wants to get in your head because you're going through a hard place. Oh yeah, that's when he comes. He starts talking and talking and talking. You ain't gonna live through this. You not getting out of this. You not gonna make it through this. Oh, come on here. But you gotta let the devil know I have the plan to prevail. What you talking about, Joker? I'm gonna rise up out of this. Because I have the plan to prevail. Press down, but I have the plan to prevail. Pressure all around me, but I have the plan to prevail. Problems seem to be abounding, but I have the plan. 
<coughs> to prevail. So uh, the issue is not the problem. What you need to focus on is the plan. I need somebody just to lift your hands and say, I have the plan to prevail. See, the, the devil don't like it, but I have the plan to prevail. And I thank him because the plan works in my house. The plan works with my children. The plan will work on my mind. It'll work on my money. It'll work on my health. It'll work in my ministry. I need about 25 of y'all that said I work the plan. I know it works i have the plan to prevail i need you to go ahead and give god a praise right there in advance because i'm here to tell you god is bringing you through and you're about to walk into places that you've never seen you have the plan to prevail come on here you don't have to just stand back prevail you don't have to just put up with the devil prevail you don't have to just take his mess prevail get up and prevail overcome prevail be successful prevail thrive prevail conquer prevail dominate prevail somebody giving praise right there i need a praise that says i have the plan to prevail So, some of you are constantly dealing with stuff. Weekly, I'm hearing of people who are personally dealing with one thing or another. Internal dilemmas. Things going on in your physical body. Yeah, you're, you're tussling mentally and emotionally. Oppositions rising up against you, underhanded attacks against you, against your life, against your character, against your ministry. Some of you are constantly standing in the gap for your loved ones. Some of you, amen, you're, you're, you're dealing with, with somebody in a battle who is close to you, dealing, somebody close to you is dealing with situation and you're standing for them. Maybe it's a spouse, a daughter, a son, a niece, a nephew, a grandchild. Some of you, amen, are dealing with some situations that, that involve people who are dead to your heart. And see, when, when times get fierce, the enemy's hoping that you'll surrender your faith <laughs> I want you to know that the enemy wants you to lose hope in a hard place but I've come to tell you that there is help for your hard place we have a savior and he's sufficient help He's the ultimate help, the supreme help, the superior help. He's absolute help. He's enough help, more than enough help. And you can't let what you're hearing steal your hope. Come on here. You can't let all that's going on in your head steal your hope. Oh, it's the devil's job to talk mess. 
come on here if he can keep you deceived then he he can keep you from collecting Oh, but when you turn the tables and let him know, I have the plan and I know it. I have the plan and I'm not scared to work it. I have the plan and I'm not scared to use it. I have the plan and I don't mind pulling it. Come on here. I have the plan to prevail. I need somebody to get that right there. I give him praise right there. Stand in your faith because God owns the final word. The last word belongs to the Lord. The last word belongs to Jesus. He said, I am Jesus. I am Alpha and Omega. Somebody give him praise right there. Don't break down in the in-between. Don't give up in the in-between. He said, I'm Alpha and Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. I'm the first and the last. Don't let what's happening in between make you forget that God has the final word. When the dust settles, when the smoke clears, the last word goes to God it's gonna work in your favor because the last word goes to God yeah yeah some of you are in some in-between moments right now but I'm telling you what don't back up on your faith a lot of things will happen between in the in-between but God says tell my sons and daughters that I have the final word and don't let the enemy play in your head because you are still in God's head and I'm telling you here one word from God can override everything one word from God can turn any situation one word from God can shut down any enemy one word from God can reverse any verdict one word from God can prevail over any problem one word from God can bust up the plots of the wicked one come on here some of this stuff you can't make sense of it right now but I know this trust God you have the plan to prevail I know this God hadn't kept you this long to leave you now since we are here since death couldn't get you you ought to praise God because he has great plans for you God has given you the plan to prevail the righteous have a remedy to overcome rough seasons you can maintain your composure even in seasons of calamity because you have a plan to prevail life will not be problem free but you have the plan to prevail now what I want to do is just for the next few minutes to present to you the plan in the in the book of the prophet Habakkuk he, he, he develops this plan God gives him a plan I should say a plan to prevail he's down overwhelmed stuff hitting him from every side he's much like many of us he's dealing with life and sometimes it seems like life won't let up 
old song says, sometimes I wonder what I've done to make this race so hard to run. Have you ever wondered, God, is it me? Look like everybody on the street getting skipped. Jokers don't even go to church. Look like they faring well. It made me think about the old uh, hymn we used to sing years ago, Farther Along, we'll know all about it. Farther along, we'll understand why. Cheer up, my brother. Live in the sunlight. We'll understand it all by and by. Just can't put this thing together. And the prophet is in a rough place. Why I got to be going through in my body? Why is it always coming against my house? God, you know, I could run a little harder if I didn't have to keep dealing with this. But I want you to know in the midst of it, Although we can't understand it all. Oh, come on here. While those who don't serve the Lord seem to be living in the sunlight. He says this, God remains good. Life is not problem free. But you have the plan to prevail. God said, I have not allowed you to go through any problem that I've not provided for you a plan. <clears throat> a plan to prevail. So the first thing that the prophet does here, chapters one and two have been rough for him. All this bad news, back to back to back. Now, something shifts in chapter three. After he gets finished fussing. After he gets finished pouting. Come on here, because y'all know we go through that stage. Come on, we, we testified two weeks into it. Oh, I prayed and I told that devil. That ain't what you did first. <clears throat> that, that's two weeks in 30 days in after he got finished with his pity party he got in sync with the plan and the first thing I want to tell you that the prophet did is that he prayed and God wants you to commit to a life of prayer. I don't care what the problem is. Never stop praying. 
prayer will always be a part of the plan to prevail. I don't care how big the problem is, never stop praying. Prayer is always the best remedy for rough seasons. Do you hear what I'm saying? Prayer is still the best plan of action when you're going through problems. If you can pray, you can prevail in the midst of the hard moments. If you can pray, you can prevail in difficult situations. If you can pray, you can prevail and the text said that the prophet Habakkuk began to pray to God you know what we miss out on so many powerful things because we fail to pray you have not because you ask not We'd be mad with God about stuff we ain't even had the guts to ask for. The text says that the prophet prayed to God. Yeah, yeah. Powerful things are missed out on when you fail to pray. See, see, the prophet didn't understand everything that was happening. He couldn't put it all together, but he knew he could pray. And there's some of you in here, you in rough situation, you can't put it all together, but you can pray. You can pray. They plotting, but you can pray. And the praying folks will be always more powerful than the plotting folk. Praying folk are greater than scheming folk. Praying folk are greater than hating folk. Praying folk are greater than evil folk. You bring the folk. Praying folk are greater than them folk. I need somebody to hear me here. When you can pray, you can prevail. Come on here. Don't walk up on me. I'm a prayer warrior. Come on here. You, you better know what you do. You better watch your words. I'm a prayer warrior. See, prayer is a spiritual force to be reckoned with. Prayer is the most powerful weapon known to man. I said it's one of the most powerful weapons known to man. Prayer is feared by demons. Prayer pulls rank in the, in the spirit realm. See, that's why the devil can't stand it. Because prayer takes, come on here, I don't care what kind of language is going on in the spirit realm. Come on here, prayer is greater. Come on here, you got to remember now, the spirit realm is not just full of angels. There are demons there trying to fight. And there's demonic language going on. But when you pray, it doesn't make any difference what devils are plotting. When you pray, it doesn't make any difference what demons are planning. When you pray, you pull rank in the spirit realm. When you pray, you take your case out of Greenville and take it into heaven. When you pray, you get God involved with your situation. When you pray, you tap into heavenly resources. I'm talking about the plan to prevail. Prayer 
pulled rank on the enemy. Prayer commands authority in the spirit realm. Prayer, I'm here to tell you, it strikes faith in the enemy. Prayer confronts and conquers the works of darkness. The prayer of faith overthrows demonic plots. The prayers of the righteous are still powerful. The prayers of the righteous are like a gut punch to the enemy. When you are having problems, the last thing the enemy wants you to do is go in prayer. Somebody hear what I'm saying? When you're dealing with pressures, the devil is hoping that you'll omit prayer. The prayer of faith frustrates the plans of the enemy. The devil doesn't mind when you're praying, but he hates to see you praying because there's one thing that can't stay in heaven long. That's a righteous prayer. When the righteous pray, heaven gets busy. When the righteous pray, angels stand at attention. When the righteous pray, the heavenly host come to our rescue. Prayer invokes divine participation. When you intercede, you get God involved. Prayer is an official invitation to get God into your situation. Look at somebody, tell them, pray about it. Don't just talk about it. Pray about it. Don't just look pitiful. Pray about it. Don't just get depressed over it. Pray about it. Prayer opens the door to fresh possibilities. Do you hear what I'm saying? When the righteous pray, that's the game changer. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. Grandma believed in it. The old saints believed in it. I said they believed in it. They believed in the power of prayer. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. He'll hear your faintest cry. He'll answer by and by. Feel a little prayer will turn it. Know a little fire's burning. Have a little talk with Jesus. Just a little talk with Jesus. Makes it all right. Keep on praying. The Lord is nigh. Keep on praying. He'll hear your cry. The Lord has promised. His word is true. Keep on praying. He'll answer you. Call on the Lord. He said, call me and I will answer. I'll show you great and mighty things you know not of. Miracles happen when we pray. Doors open when we pray. Chains are broken when we pray. Burdens are lifted when we pray. Healing is released when we pray. I don't know about you. I stay on the main line. Jesus on the main line. Call him up 
Anybody called him? Anybody called him? Call him up. Tell him what you want. The line is never busy. I said the line is never busy. He will come in a hurry. He will come in a hurry. Yes, he will. Tell him what you want. Anybody know about the master's main line? I stay on the master's main line. Lift your head. Open your mouth. Let the devil know I'm a prayer warrior. I'm not going to just pout. I can pray. I'm not going to just look pitiful. I can pray. Oh, I can pray. Oh, I can pray. I can go to God in prayer. Is there a witness in here? I have the plan. 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 When the devil pulls out his problems, I go to God in prayer. When the pressure is all around me, I go to God in prayer. Somebody praise him. I know prayer works. I know prayer works. I know God answers prayer. I'm a product of prayer. I'm a product of prayer. Somebody pray for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time. My mama prayed. My grandma prayed. My grandfather prayed. Somebody pray. I'm a product of prayer. I know it works. Oh, it works. Pray about it. Prayer creates a platform for God to perform. Prayer creates a pathway. For God to demonstrate his power. At some point, you got to look your problem in the face. At some point, you got to square up with your pressure. and pull out prayer. <laughs> the prophet prayed. But look at what he does. He said to the Lord, I heard about you. I heard of your fame. 
I heard of your reputation. And what I heard has left me standing in awe. I stand in awe of your deeds. Oh, come on here. He, he says, I, I heard of your great name among the righteous. You got a superb reputation. And he said, what you've done is awesome. And I, I can't tell you how hearing of your reputation has blessed me. See, God's got a legitimate reputation among the righteous. You have a reputation as a savior, a deliverer, a protector, a healer, a mind regulator, a battle fighter. Your record says enough. Come on here, you, you, you have the record. Yeah, yeah, you, you were there bringing the Hebrew children out of Egypt. Brought them over the Red Sea. Took Joseph from the pit to the palace. Brought Noah through the flood. Kept Daniel all night in the lion's den. Brought the Hebrew boys through the blazing furnace. You bent the chariot wheels of Egypt. Drowned Pharaoh's army in dry land. Made the walls of Jericho fall flat. Let the record show you are a healer. Let the record show you are a way maker. Let the record show you are a nerve coma. Let the record show you are a mind keeper. Let the record show. God, you've done some marvelous things. When I read your word, I can't help but praise you. Oh, come on here. You've done all of these things for the disciples and the apostles. You've been consistently making ways for your people. But then I thought, Lord, you ain't just done it for them. I ain't got to read the Bible to think of no miracle. If I want to see a miracle, all I got to do is get to a mirror. I just need about 10 people that'll lift your hand and say, God been good to me. Some of you in here, you ought to praise God because he wouldn't let you go crazy. You ought to praise God because he kept your mind when you should have lost your mind. What should have killed you? God covered you through it. Some of you escaped death, walked away from what should have drowned you. God covered you through what came to cross you. God healed you. God delivered your mind. God answered your prayer. God took away destructive appetites. God rescued you that night. You were almost gone. Your life was almost gone. 
but God stepped in. Some of you have walked out of danger, walked out of courage, walked out of difficult accidents that should have taken your life. But look at you, you're still here. You are the evidence of the awesome power of Almighty God. Thank God for prayer. He started praying. He started talking to the Lord. He started reflecting on what God could do. And then he said, Lord, I heard of your thing. I stand in awe of your deeds. But then he said this, Lord, if you did it back then, repeat it in our day. Do it again. Do a replay. And I'm here to tell you that the righteous are about to receive a replay. A replay. A replay. There's about to be a replay of God's power. A replay of his miraculous. A replay of healing. A replay of prosperity. A replay of keeping you. Lift your head. Open your mouth. You have the plan to prevail. Lord, do it again. When I call to the Father in Jesus' name, I say, Lord, do it again. You did it for Daniel. Do it again. You did it for David. Do it again. You did it for Noah. Do it again. You did it for Joseph. Do it again. You did it in my life for my grandmama, for my mama. Now, Lord, in 2023, Lord, in our day, do it again. Do it again. Move freshly. Do it again. Flex your muscles. Do it again. Reveal your power. Do it again. Demonstrate your might. Do it again. Flash your sword. Do it again. Have your way. Do it again. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Do it again. Do it again. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, where shall I go? Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Flex your muscles again. Display your strength again. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Somebody ask him. Lord, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I've come to tell you, your prayers are 
not in vain. Your requests have not been ignored. Your petitions have not been overlooked. Some of you here have been sending up prayer requests, but the Lord told me to tell his people, since you sent a prayer request, prepare for results. Prepare for results. Get your wagon ready. Make sure it's empty. Bring your pictures. Make sure it's empty. God, getting ready to load you up. Load you up. Fill your wagon. Cause your picture to overflow. Give your God a shout right there. God is sending divine performance to your house. Some of you have been standing in the gap. Get ready for God to reveal his glory. Somebody praise him. I have the plan to prevail. I'm a prayer warrior. I have the plan to prevail. I'm an intercessor. I have the plan to prevail. I know how to get heaven in my house. I pray. I pray. I pray. When you pray, heaven come down. When you pray, hell gets out. When you pray, angels come down. Demons have to flee. Lift your head. Open your mouth. This is the praise right here. There's about to be a replay. A replay. A replay. Miracles were not just for Bible times. God is turning Philippi into miracle central. He's turning it into a house of miracles. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. The churches are pastor of miracle houses. Get ready for glory. Get ready for replay. God is doing a replay for the righteous. Replay. 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 Rough moment. But get ready for replay. You've been in a rut. But get ready for replay. You've been in a difficult spot. But God is getting ready to do a replay. He's about to do it. Do it again. On a larger scale. In a bigger way. He's about to flex his muscles in your life. Plan to prevail. Plan to prevail. Plan to prevail. Who am I talking to in here that need God to show up? He's on the main line this morning. 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 Give him a praise for the plan.
Lord said, prophesy a replay for the righteous. You ain't seen the last of me. I'm about to do it again. Just in an upgraded format. I'm about to do it again. Just in a bigger way. Now, I don't know who needs that word, but if that's yours, grab it. Somebody said, why are you rejoicing? Because God is getting ready to do a replay. Heaven is coming to my house. I'm going to get ready to go, but God said, I saved you, didn't I? I'm going to do a replay with your daughter. Oh, I delivered you. Get ready for a replay with your son. I brought you out. Get ready for a replay with your granddaughter. A replay with your other grandchildren. Oh, if I did it for you, I can do it again. Yeah, I can reach down in your bloodline and do it again. I prophesy replay, replay, replay. This won't end like the devil said. Replay, replay, replay. I save you and there's about to be a replay for your daughter. Replay for your granddaughter. Replay for your son. Replay for your grandson. Replay. Oh, oh Lord. Somebody give him pray for the replay. He said, I got you, didn't I? She ain't going nowhere. I got her. She thinks she's doing something. I already got a fenced in. She just in the yard. She don't even know. All around. She can't get away. You didn't. There's about to be a replay in your house. Somebody rejoice right there. Good. Do it again. Lord, do it again. Breathe on it again. Heal it again. Oh, show yourself again. Lord, do it. Replay. Do it again. Do it again. Go downhill, Lord. Waiting on you. Lord, do it again. You got to pray. Commit to a prayer life.
Then secondly, always remember the greatness of God. Always. I don't care how overwhelmed you get. Always remember the greatness of God. Look at this. The prophet started praying. But if you carefully read the text, you see a shift. No longer is he praying. He has eased into some kind of dream or vision, if you will. He moved from praying. Now God is showing him pictures. He starts off in prayer. But now God starts talking. Says if God says, wait a minute now. You talking to me like I can't. Do you know who I am? And God comes in and starts doing reruns. Starts showing him what he's done in the past, how he's brought his people through. And it's almost like the prophet Habakkuk is looking back on things that God did on a television screen. God has to do a rerun for him. See, I'm not suggesting that that, that, that you will have a dream or a vision, but what I am saying is that you need to get a right view of God out of his word. We need a clear picture of who God is, a biblical view of who God is. Because who God is, is revealed in his word. Um, let me say this to y'all. Some of y'all are going to other sources trying to find out who Jesus is. How you going to talk to somebody that ain't even saved? Come on, that's why some of y'all messed up. Your doctrine messed up. Because you're going to the wrong source trying to find out about your Savior. If you want to find out who the Lord is, go to the Lord's book. Come on. If you want to find out who Jesus is, you can't get it off YouTube. You got to go to the Bible. Come on, that's why some of us messed up. He ain't nobody like Muhammad. He's just like Buddha and rested. No, he ain't like Buddha. You, you, ain't reading, you ain't reading the right book. In God's book, he is the only begotten of the Father. Come on here, the early theologian said he's God of very God begotten and not created he's Jesus the God man so you gotta you gotta get your theology from God's word and leave these folks alone 
They have you talking double. They have you talking like you ain't saved. Come on. That's why when they come to me, I say, now what are we talking about? And what are we talking from? Come on here. I don't want to hear what just somebody pulled out of the sky. What are we talking about here now? Because if we're going to talk about Jesus, then we go to the Jesus book. What did the book say about him? Come on here. I know everybody got their opinion, but what did the book say he is? Who does the book say God is? You don't have a biblical view of God, then the devil will mess you up. The Lord conveys to him, you done underestimated me. See, God wants you to know that he hears your prayer. God wants the prophet to recognize his greatness. And sometimes we just need to be assured, reassured who God is. And sometimes we need to be reassured that God's got this. And the prophet goes on through verses 13 and 15 uh, and the Lord is just showing him something. He, he starts looking back on how God defeated Pharaoh. He wasn't even there but he sees the picture. God's showing him on the big screen. And then he makes certain estimations about God. The prophet exclaimed, you came out to deliver your people. Look at, look at this. Look, I'm just trying to show you what God did. Watch God in action. You came out, the prophet said, to deliver your people. You didn't just stand back. You came out. You didn't hide. When they rose up on us, you came out. You said, you're going to hit who, daughter? Who, son? Y'all going to jump who? I just need somebody to praise him. That he came out. He came out for me. He came out. He came out. But, but, but the prophet said, you, you, you came out for me. That, that, that's what you did. You, you, you came out there. And then the prophet goes a step further. Not only did you come out to deliver your people and save your anointed one, you crushed. You came out and I'm telling you, you put it out of business. Come on, look at God in action. When he comes out, baby, he don't come out to play. Come on, if they knew what they were messing with, they go ahead and turn around now. Because when he comes out, he's coming out to crush. And there's some of you that are dealing with stuff that, 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 that thinks is going somewhere, but God's about to crush it. God's about to put it out of commission. Come on, look at somebody and say, he came out and he crushed and then 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 he gives another verb he came out he he crushed and then he, then he said then you you stripped them from head to foot he brought my enemies to shame came out i said he came out he crushed and then he stripped they thought they were going to shame you you left shining and they the ones left shame. Then he said, then God pierced them with their own spear right in the head. They rose up 
talking about what they were going to do. God was the bad one. God walked up, took their spear, took their weapon, and used it on them. Lord have mercy. See, see, God said, you underestimating my greatness. There's some stuff that they brought, but no weapon formed against you is going to be able to prosper. I'm getting ready to take what was intended to destroy you. Take what they wanted to use against you, and it's about to backfire. They came out. He came out. He, he, he crushed. He stripped. He pierced. And then he said this, you trampled. That you roll right over it. I don't care how big it stands. God said, I'm about to ride over some stuff. Come on here. That's what I'm telling you. God's about to trample it. When you think about trample, you think about putting it underfoot. And I'm telling you, there's some stuff that's trying to stop you that's about to get stomped. 